You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. I'm your host, Asa Smith, and we are here to talk about the Nations League. We've got longtime guest Greg Sardarian, as well as uh, second time guest probably future consistent guest Kevin Kwiatkowski on to talk about the Nations League, preview the matchups, and uh, discuss exactly how long the Nations League anthem is. Uh, This week's episode is brought to you by the Anchor app, as well as the Smith Workforce Management Group. For all your HR and employment law needs, check out the Smith Workforce Management Group. You can find them at smithworkforce.com. Dot com. Once again, smithworkforce.com. So let's uh, let's go straight into it with Greg and Kevin. Do I have you both? Yes, sir. Happy to be here. All right. Uh, once again, I'm with uh, I'm joined by our our frequent guests, Kevin and Greg, and we are here to talk about the Nations League. Are you guys excited? I'm planning on going to at least one, if not both, games in person. So yes, I would say I am. Could not be more pumped. Okay, so uh, so for those of you who are not uh, paying attention to such things, um, Nations League is like a semi-made-up tournament that goes on throughout the year um, because CONCACAF wishes desperately for more money. But <laughs> it is a moment for, um, for us to you know, measure ourselves. So on Thursday, June 3rd, so by the time this drops uh, tomorrow, uh, the United States plays Honduras at 7.30 Eastern. Uh, Mexico play Costa Rica uh, two and a half hours after that at 10 o'clock Eastern. And then the final is 6.30 uh, on Sunday. No, sorry, 9 o'clock on Sunday. Third place is 6.30 on Sunday. So um, does this matter? Uh, yeah. Does, does the Nations League matter prior to 
two weeks ago? I, I don't think so. Do, do any of you have like deep feelings about the Nations League? I think uh, he... <laughs> I mean, def- in defense of the Nations League, isn't every tournament sort of kind of made up? We've just assigned more value to the other ones. So I'm just saying in like, I don't know, 50 years, maybe the Nations League is the new Champions League. Let's just, I, let's I, just throw that out there. I will point out that uh, the NIT used to be the, the tournament that mattered in college basketball. Exactly, see? Um, but the Nations League was founded um, three years ago. Hey, the What I read on the Nations League and its founding was the, the aim of it was really to get more important games for like the Caribbean nations of CONCACAF. Because truthfully, what we're still getting here is a semifinal that likely would have happened in a gold cup if everyone was sending their A teams. It's going to be the US, Mexico, and then some combination of I don't know, Costa Rica, Honduras, Panama, Canada at this point, maybe Trinidad. But so a lot of these don't, games don't don't say Trinidad. That that <laughs> name is verboten on this podcast. <laughs> well, yeah. It is, it is the nation that must not be named. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Or uh <laughs> or or that 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 nation, um, that, that, yeah. the nation that, that must not be named in that, Tobago. That nation down south, um, and Tobago. Yeah. So <laughs> too much crossover. This is not a crossover episode. Okay, fair enough. So so all right. To 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 end my point, uh, I don't think that it matters at all anymore, or any less than the Gold Cup mattered. All that what matters is uh, reestablishing our position within the region. And hopefully, making a meaningful run at, at actually challenging Mexico as a as the top dog uh, in Concacaf. Okay, that is super important. When we will get to the actual games in a moment, let's play a game called "How Long Is the Official Anthem of the Concacaf Nations League?" In minutes and seconds, Price is Right rules go. It has to be long, or you wouldn't be asking. I don't know, three minutes and thirteen seconds. Gregory. Son of a uh, three minutes and fifty one seconds. Wow, three minutes and fifty four seconds. Wow, nice. Yes, <laughs> pretty good. I am your king. <laughs> Unbelievable! Can you imagine the first? I mean, this is the first time it's probably ever going to be played. So, uh, guys, we're watching history when you have to watch for four minutes. Four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Why does this even have a theme song? Why do we even have this theme song? Uh. Well, because I am obviously just reading Wikipedia at this point, um, <laughs> there is no citation for that, so I don't know. Isn't Wikipedia just our, our production notes at this point? Uh, no, there are production notes. You just don't read I them. don't believe you. <laughs> um, also, funny thing about Wikipedia, uh, it, t- it says, like, um, how, what, what broadcaster you can watch them in. So you can only watch them in four regions. Uh, the Nordic countries, you can watch the Nations League. The Baltic countries, excuse me, Balkan countries. So uh, Croatia gets there to, to watch their lost native son, uh, Captain America. <laughs> and then uh, Indonesia. Don't know why. I don't know why the other ones are on that list either. Like, why do the Baltics care? Other uh, than, like, crying slowly and, like, rubbing the TV where Christian Pulisic's face is. Uh, I, I assume it's that. I'm not sure why the Nordic countries would care. I think that a lot of it has to do with uh, time slots. Like if you're getting home drunk from a bar and it's like one <laughs> thirty in the morning, you don't want to go to bed yet. Either you watch like YouTube 
highlights of the Euros or you watch live or you watch, you know, <laughs> two island nations you've never heard of play each other in a, oh my, oh in my a God, cow pasture. We are, we are it, Hawaii. I was going to say, no, it's Pac-12 after dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yes, but, but, but see, like, that's, that's the beauty of it is that it's, uh, it's like Pac-12 after dark, except the inverse, because, um, the referees do not want anybody to score ever, ever. Uh, so in any event, let's talk about actual games. Mm-hmm. Um, so America plays, uh, Honduras in a semifinal. Um, if that sounds familiar to anybody, uh, it, it probably should, right? That, that happened recently. Uh, I've also blocked that one from my mind. You'll, you'll have to uh, <laughs> excuse me on that one. Uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, America for the second time in, what, three months has to get through Honduras to play Mexico in a final. Um, in the Olympics, it wasn't so much fun, um, but uh, this team is conceptually stronger than the team that was playing in the Olympics, though it has an equal amount of Jackson Ewell. Potentially. Potentially an equal amount of Jackson Ewell. And I still don't, I don't think that Jackson Ewell was why we didn't qualify in the U23 cycle, but. No, we didn't, we didn't qualify because Jason Kreese, 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 uh, doesn't believe in attacking midfield. Right. It's just like, just doesn't believe that they should exist. Um, So let's, let's go through the, uh, the, the United States team that we're going to see. It's pretty much everybody you would assume um you know we talked about we talked about the swiss game already um we've, we've spilled enough uh verbal ink i guess on that um but i think i think is there is there any uh specific player or game you know or, or part of the game that 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 you're looking forward to greg and then we'll, we'll get to you kevin uh i'd like to see des kind of rebound from his uh performance on was it sunday yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Um, he got caught tracking up a lot. And I guess it's, I mean, part of that is also the personnel you put around him. But uh, I'd like to see him kind of show improvement and kind of understand the fact that, yes, he is an attacking defender, but uh, defender is still part of that job title. That that makes sense. All right. What about you, Kev? Yeah, that, that's that's about it right there. He does have to defend, unfortunately. And it's tough because he is so good going forward. But game state, I think, can dictate that a lot. Um, not to rehash any of the, the Swiss coverage you guys did, but really in the first half we, when the U.S. was able to press high and and appear threatening inside the 18, uh, it was because we were overloading with dust. And just through a function of player personnel available to either the U.S. relative to who they're playing, sending an extra man forward will either be necessary or not necessary. And I'd like to believe that on paper, the roster that we're going to be sending into this game against Honduras, uh, we should be able to find a goal against Honduras. If, if Des never crosses, uh, you know, midfield. So yeah. I, I think he can balance it a bit better. I also don't think though that Honduras has the, the, the players to punish us in the way that, uh, Switzerland did when he is caught out. So it's going to be tough to measure that because ideally we're going to look great and run them over and you're just, you're not going to be tested. It's why you have to go play Switzerland and you can't keep playing teams, you know, in the fifties and sixties in the FIFA world ranking. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't really think about that, Kevin, that um, even 
I guess you have to take strength of schedule into account when trying to compare this game to the to the Swiss game. I mean that that sort of sentiment about what type of of strength we're we're going up against. I mean Honduras is not doesn't have players who are playing at the highest levels here. And, and you know, Switzerland isn't France or even apparently U21 France. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the, the U21 Euro lineup for France, but they have two center backs better on their U21 team than, than anybody America has had uh, as a defender um, ever. So that was fun. It was uh, Upa Manico and Konate. I mean, in fairness, they are the defending uh, World Cup champs, so I would expect their talent pool to be uh, fairly <laughs> deep and, uh, you know, good. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go on a tangent here for like 30 seconds. You guys, <laughs> do you, will you entertain me with this? The, 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 the notion of – so playing the Swiss national team was the first real foray back into potentially playing a, an A roster from Europe for a team that has aspirations. Maybe not – if Swiss says we want to win the World Cup, no one in the media is going to mock them for it. They have great players. And are is it probable? No. Is it possible? Yes. Um, where the United States was in 2018 versus where we need to get to today and even in, in four years, eight years, um, France isn't going to be the measuring stick for a very long time. Even if the, <laughs> even if the United States does everything perfectly in all phases of player development and on-field performance, um, we're 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 decades away from having the 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 depth of 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 culture required to produce players per capita. Never mind per capita. I'm mean, even in total, but the per capita player production of that of the Paris metro region is just disgusting. So we can make a ton of progress and look really good against a bunch of teams without being, you know, oh well there's two U23 French center backs who would be, you know, all timers for the U S well, yeah, like, of course you could do that for almost every country in, in Europe right now, uh, you know, in the top three or four. Uh, isn't, I mean, isn't that the problem though, is that you could do that with almost any country. Well, it, it is. And I think that there's this, this generation right now who, who also, I mean, basically the, the team that we're going to see against Honduras it, the team that we saw against Switzerland was was basically a U23, save for John Brooks. And Sebastian Legette. And, and Legette. Right? And Ethan Harvard. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And Ethan yeah. Horvath. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, wait, i just like to take one little – I know this was a minor point Kevin made, mm-hmm. but at, at this point, we have uh, put out enough podcasts that I consider us the media – and therefore, if the Swiss <laughs> were to claim that they were going to win the World Cup, we as the media would definitely mock them. Oh, yeah. No question. Fair enough. We, we, we would laugh in, in all three languages that are national langu- languages of Switzerland. That would be an entire episode just of us laughing for 24 minutes straight. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So uh, the thing that I'm, I'm most interested in is, is – uh, you know, who starts at the six? We talked a lot about it in the Swiss recap. Um, whether we're going to see Yule or Acosta or a three center back situation. 
Um, I, I do want to make fun of other parts of the media here um, because uh, NBC Sports put out a projected lineup for America um, that includes Eunice Musa as a right winger and Gio Reyna not on the field. Now, yeah. Eunice, Musa, Eunice Musa has not played right wing for America, period. He, he, he has not done it because the way that we were able to recruit him was by telling him that he doesn't have to play right wing. I'm, he has I'm, to play right back. Well, <laughs> everybody has to play right back. It's how you get here. You know, you're, you're not going to be on the field if you can't play right back. Christian Pulisic played a game at right back for Chelsea this year. That, that happened. It was well, weird. Yeah, but attitude reflects leadership. So Christian knew that. He went out as a right back. Now the rest of the team, hold on, all on board. I, I think literally of the of the best like best eleven possible, I think something like one, two, three, four, five, six, like eight of those players have played at right back. I think uh, we counted that off last time Kevin was on. <laughs> yes. Everybody plays right back. That's great. So um in terms of in terms of like the the game itself, um, what's what's the what's the concern level? Like with one being a friendly against uh, Panama, ten being Mexico at Azteca, winner goes to the World Cup, loser doesn't. Where are we? I'll, I'll bifurcate my concern. Um, my my concern that we don't win this game is very low. I'll say a two. Um, this game's ability to absolutely crush my mental well-being is like a nine. Because if we, if we can't beat Honduras with the roster that we're sending in the United States, um, I, I have to question like everything that's going on right now with the program, not just from a development standpoint, but from an on-the-field performance. Because I can't find it in a pinch right now, but I, I, when Honduras released their roster, it's mostly – individuals playing in either the Honduran or Panamanian leagues, two or three MLS guys of almost no note. And then a couple of USL players, like they should get steamrolled. And if we can't figure out how to do that against Honduras in Denver, then I, I don't know. I, I just, I wouldn't, I don't know how to, to move forward with that. So in terms of, so, so it's like a concern about winning two, concern about how we would feel if they lost nine. Yeah, 10, 11. I don't know. Take it to the top. Uh, all right. How about, how about you, Greg? Uh, I'm actually surprised that I'm a little bit more concerned than Kevin on the actual game, winning the game, but I'm like a three or a four. I'm with him. Like the actual, I mean, like we said, Nations League was invented like two years ago. Uh, ultimately, it doesn't really matter. You know, I don't really give a shit if we win the Nations League or not, but I do care that we have a good showing. So mm-hmm. I'm also with Kevin, like it's a seven or eight. I'm more concerned with everybody showcasing they know what they're doing. Uh, The only reason I guess I could see for, like, poor play is um, the travel from Switzerland to – because the Swiss friendly was in Switzerland, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the travel from Switzerland to Denver in four days, five days, um, can't be very easy. That'll – that would take me to a 13. If I hear someone in a post-game press conference after we lose to Honduras <laughs> that we're blaming the travel because that was a self-inflicted. It's not even self-inflicted. It was intentional to try and quote mimic the 
the fixture congestion of these three cycle qualifying windows that we're going or three game qualifying windows that we're going to have fair. What that doesn't involve is a transatlantic flight. Um, it, it, I, yeah, that's here's, here's a, uh, let's just hope we don't end up in that, in that future state because it will not be pretty. I'll be calling an emergency press conference and I will be very colorful uh, as a member okay. of the media. So uh, for all of our, our listeners out there, uh, should the worst happen, we will have an emergency pod that night. It will drop at 3 a.m. Eastern because, uh, as mentioned, our Denver correspondent will be at the game. Um, hopefully. Unfortunately, hopefully. for the, with the tens and 20 of listeners that we have out there, this is not my full-time job yet. And uh, I have a board deck that I have to get work on getting done by the middle of next week. So Kevin, we'll... will you, Kevin, will you be sober by 3 a.m. Eastern? Because if so, we need, might need to move that pot up a couple hours. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'll, um, I'll, be, I'll be ready. I'll just say it like that. <laughs> so uh, last question for each of you. Who has more MLS players in their 23, Honduras or America? <sighs> Jesus. Uh, Probably Honduras. I just don't know their roster well enough. I don't know if they can even, I don't know how many Honduran MLS players they're even bringing. I, I, I recall seeing the roster drop and it was, it was a lot of guys who played for like Olympia and I can't remember who else. Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm kind of cheating. I'm staring at the U S roster right now and I only see three MLS guys. Uh, our large son, Ochoa, uh, Jackson and, Dear friend and longtime listener of the pod, Kellen Acosta. So you have missed one. Legit. Um, yep. Yeah. Sebastian Legit is number four. Um, it's equal. There are an equal amount of MLS players. Uh, so the worst players from a talent perspective on the America roster are the MLS players. The best players on the Honduran roster are MLS players, depending on how you feel about uh, the second division of Italy. Or uh, <laughs> Portugal. That, yes, that, that, that is my point. And who are the three MLS players on the Honduran roster? Just for... uh, The four. Four. MLS. four. Uh, Boniek Garcia from uh, Houston, yep. who's uh, older than me. anybody here. Yep. Yeah. Um, Romel Quito from Montreal, who I think is pretty recently Josie Altador's backup. Um. You have Brian Acosta from Dallas. Uh, I don't. I think. I think he plays a fair amount. He's he's fine. No, all of these yeah. players are, are fine. And then who's the fourth? Maynor Figueroa, who is somehow older. Yes, that that that, that, that is my point. And <laughs> the argument also that whenever I hear this, that, oh, the reason that we didn't qualify for the World Cup is because we have a bunch of MLS players. Well, you know what it. it if our MLS players would have just outplayed the bad MLS players on these other <laughs> rosters and the other feeder leagues, it, we would not have never have had this problem. So, yes, the, the talent gulf is immense with Honduras. Those are those are four poor MLS players by national team standards. Uh, to be fair, our MLS players are not great. They're not. No, they're not. They're not top of the league, but they are. They are firm starters on on they're, they're consistent starters on teams and they're viewed as individuals who have some type of upside. 
if I was starting an MLS roster, I would take the four U.S. players, never mind age, not talking down the road. I'm saying if I wanted to win a game today and I had to take my pick of, you know, the four and four, I'm taking the, the U.S. players all day. Well, that's cheating because you're taking a goalie for America and not a goalie for Honduras. I mean, of course you would take the four Americans. Kevin, you've got to be reasonable. (laughs) Well, I also think that we're not really considering the fact when we say that these guys aren't stars in the uh, MLS, I think that we're not taking into the fact uh, what they think of themselves. Because if you ask Sebastian Legette what position in MLS he thinks he is, I guarantee you it's top three. Um, Fair. I'm not sure. I, I, I feel like now's the time to point out that I think Zlatan Ibrahimovic does not know Sebastian Legette's name and played with him for two years. Almost guaranteed. If Zlatan <laughs> learned, let's say, 40% of that team's roster, I would be amazed. Uh, that, so I, I think that, that all of us have listened to it or read it. Um, and, and dear listeners, I, I highly recommend you do so. Um, there's an article in the, the Athletic that was just basically like, "Hey, remember that time that Slanton did X in it for the Galaxy, including uh, the fact that he called Perry Kitchen Kevin." Like they were in a film <laughs> session, he was like, "Hey, you all need to be more like Kevin," and everybody was like, "Who the fuck is Kevin? Nobody here is named Kevin." <laughs> That's not even close. <laughs> And apparently, like, throughout their time there, Zlatan just called him Kevin. Yeah, I'm not. That was not a bit. Zlatan legitimately did not know his name. Just said the first American name he could think of and ran with it. I'm not uh, amazed it was the same American name the entire time. I would think he would be, like, switching back and forth, like, Kevin, Steve, Greg, George. And, like, he just has to kind of, like, uh, learn which name is his for that day. Uh, it's 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 possible. Um, also, speaking of uh, speaking of, of names and changing names on a whim, um, apparently when he plays in America, uh, Jordan Sibichu Sibichu is Jordan Pifak. Um, that sorry, was what? confusing pretty recently to me. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah, I remember that from his first appearance, but I don't know the backstory on on what that represents. I think it's his mom's maiden name. Okay. Um, but what I noticed is that he's given himself a ready-made nickname because PFOC Railroad. I mean, you got to do it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> got to do it. <laughs> um, so uh, I think the only other thing that, that, I, that I wanted to talk about prior to the Honduras game um, uh, b- before I get, you know, score predictions, et cetera, um, was after, after Horvath's, uh, experience against Switzerland, um, do you view him differently or is he still like the odd man out of this team and, and Stefan's job until Stefan, you know, moves on to CBS to do a, a, a studio gig? <laughs> e- either one of you. I, I don't think that, I don't think we're bumping Stefan from his, number one spot and unless he starts putting if he has a very poor performance in either of these next two games maybe you start to consider it but he's been positioned by this team as seemingly one of the leaders and yes he's obviously not getting as much game time as you would like to see but i well, think neither's neither's horvath right and i think that 
you can make the argument that what he's experiencing week out, week in, week out in training um, is a, about as intense of an environment as you could probably be in, given that all day he's got De Bruyne and Phil Foden, you know, blasting shots at his head. So, so I, th- I think that he's he's still the number one until he has some major gaffes for, for the U.S. national team. Uh, I'm with Kevin. I think he has to, like, Patrick Waugh in Montreal this and let him, like, seven <laughs> goals in a game. Uh, that's another sport. But uh, we talked about this, I think, in the Switzerland recap. is It's kind of hard to – it's kind of hard to bump him without seeing him play like actual game minutes. I understand what Kevin's saying. Like he's getting, you know, world-class training, but until we see him in a game, like we kind of just have to assume he's the number one. Yeah. I think that probably makes sense. Um, all right. Let's, let's get uh, predictions and funniest event that happens in the game. Uh, let's start with Kevin. Then we'll go to Greg. Then I'll give mine. I'll say, I'm going to say three, one United States. Just, I can see Elise or someone like that getting in behind and just scoring a weird goal to make it one-one in like the fifty-fifth minute, um, <laughs> and just completely, you know, cause everyone in the United States who actually cares about this to pucker. Um, funniest, funniest <laughs> event that's going to happen in this game. You know, I. It's something that won't happen, but uh, this game just has like a Jossie Zarda's like accidental face goal all over it. Where like it's like a triple ricochet, and next thing you know, it's like going in off, you know, just blasts off the front of his face. No idea it's happening, and he's doing like backflips, you know, for with another national team goal. I, I hope that there's no humor. I hope that I hope that this game. I hope I forget that this game happened three weeks from now. I hope that it's ho hum. We put our foot on top of the ball. Honduras never can breathe. We we rest our guys that need to be rested, um, you know, after sixty minutes, and we move on to to the main event. Craig, All right. uh, yeah, my prediction is four one. I swear I had that before Kevin said three one. <laughs> um, and then the funniest thing that I think is going to happen is a Sebastian Legette heat check where he attempts a shot from at least 40 yards out. <laughs> um, all right. I actually I, – I, I'm going to say uh, 2-0. Um, I, think, I, I think that the, the press really does its job. But I think the funniest thing that's going to happen is that um, in, in the pregame, uh, none of the Americans are going to start. So you'll get your, you know, Musa in the midfield um, and, and a, a three-center-back three setup with, with none of the Americans. And the funniest thing that's going to happen with that is that you're going to go on Twitter and Matt Doyle is going to be losing his mind. Um, <laughs> and that's the part that I'm most excited for. I think that the game itself is going to be pretty boring. I think that there's going to be a goal within the first 20 minutes. I think that there's going to be another goal, you know, right before halftime. And then I think that the second half is going to be um, a really good time to have a drink and catch up with the boys. I, I don't think it's going to be that there's going to be that much going on um, because I think that our, our players are going to take the foot off the gas but not to the point where Honduras can do anything. Um, so uh, with all of that said, um, please, uh, listeners, be informed that if this goes sideways, you will want to listen to the next one. <laughs> uh, but it's not going to, so it's going to be fine. Right? Right, guys? Right.
Can we use podcast funds to give Kevin more booze? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll talk to our lawyers, but I'm sure that that's not embezzling. Yeah, yeah, no, that's they, no, it's, uh, there's it's company a tax fraud. Yeah. It's a tax fraud. We're finding a way around paying him. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? It's a write-off. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a business expense. Sign me up as a 1099. It's all good. <laughs> Pay me. Uh, do you even know what a write-off is? I do not know what a write-off is. <laughs> but it's a business expense you know we'll just we'll it'll it'll be fine we'll we'll fix it on the back end all right boys uh hopefully the next time we speak it will be after uh a win and uh hopefully it's uh it's pretty boring but uh never is with this team is it never is all right i'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys later good deal go team go team go How you doing, Coach? I'm doing great today, Coach. Do you know why I'm doing great? Tell me. Because I get to make podcasts with my friends using the Anchor app. It, and, well, you know, I, I get why that makes you happy, but certainly you have to pay for the Anchor app. You know, you'd be surprised to find out? Completely free. Completely free. But they say nothing is free. Well, apparently podcasting with your friends can be through the Anchor app. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure that it's like you got to have some like super complicated studio or editing software, right? You know, I can't say that confidently, but since you're the one that edits all of our podcasts, I'm fairly confident any moron can do it. Well, you know, any any moron can do it because, again, I do it. Now, that doesn't mean that you can edit well. You can't. I can't. I don't really know how to edit. But you can do it through the Anchor app. It supposedly makes it easy. You're just not that good at it. It's all right. And we, when we say you, we mean the royal you, listener. Not just you, Asa. Uh, or but, you, Greg. Right. Uh, and not just you, Greg, you, Greg, but you, Greg, Greg Burrow. Who, who I assume listens. Does, do, do we have confirmation that Greg Burhalter listens to the podcast? We have confirmation that a Greg listens to the podcast. Why do we need a second one? I mean, you certainly don't need an extra G. No, that's just, that's incredibly wrong. Um, But, you know, people listen to our our podcast and they they listen to it all over the place. So does that happen by magic? It it might. I don't know how we got a Czech Republic listener. (laughs) Well, I think it's because the Anchor app distributes via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It does. It's very easy to find. I've been able to find it on at least two of those services. And, you know, isn't that what the whole point is? Spotify, Apple, Google. Our what more do you need than those three? Right. Our tech overlords have made it clear that that's what you need. So that's what you need. What, what do you want? Um, so here's, here's probably the biggest question. Um, it is well established that you get pray, paid in breakfast tacos. Yes. Um, but if somebody wanted to be paid in perhaps fiat currency, such as dollars or pesos... Could they do that through the Anchor app? I don't personally understand why they would choose to do that. But yes, the Anchor app is willing to pay you in fiat currency instead of breakfast tacos, if you are so inclined. We're, we're, we're just saying that if you wanted to trade your podcasting voice for fiat currency that would then be used to buy breakfast tacos, you could do that. That's your choice. 
your ideas intrigue me and I would like to subscribe to your podcast. And I can do so using Google, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Just go to Touchlines and Touchdowns and click that little follow button and you'll hear from us twice a week, every week. Every week. Um, So it sounds like this podcast, which is very professionally done, is all done in one place through the Anchor app. It sure is, which makes bridging our four different time zones a hell of a lot easier. Sure does. So, do, do you want to do you want to do the call to action, or do you want me to do the call to action? Be my guest. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. So, dear for listeners and friends, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Uh, do not put anchor.fm slash TLS underscore N underscore TDS um, because we don't get anything from it. So just go straight to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app so you too can trade fiat currency for breakfast tacos. That's really the dream. Man. Once again, thank you to our guests, Kevin and Greg. Um we will be back on Friday uh, with a review of the Nations League game. Um, no, no promises on what type of Kevin we get, but hopefully, hopefully we'll have some, some fun things to discuss. Uh, once again, thank you to our sponsors, the Anchor app and the Smith Workforce Management Group. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Uh, we're talking about football, football, other things that come up. Interact with us. It's fun. Um, we uh, don't have an Instagram, but we'll get on that soon. Uh, same with a YouTube channel. So uh, thank you so much. Please like, subscribe, give us five stars on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, uh, Spotify or Apple Podcast or whatever it is. We really appreciate it. Uh, all right, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network.